Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of X of Words. By now, you probably know what this is. I love doing mutants, and I can only do that for 10 minutes. So this is the show. And today, the guest is Josh. We have Josh back again because we're lucky and we love Josh. So (laughs) for all of the amazing shit that you're about to hear, you can follow Josh at Josh Cornillon. Get it? Did I get it right? Yeah. Thank God. I like, I'm sure he's lying, but he's nice. So Europeans to get it right. It's the (laughs) Americans that all jack it up. Uh, you're spelling that J-O-S-H-C-O-R-N-I-L-L-O-N. And we have no idea what the question is. We have absolutely no idea what the question is. So it's a blindfold question today, which means that none of us know what it is. Uh, so there's going to be a little bit of a click, a little bit of a guess, and a little bit of a sprint. <laughs> so with that said, let me jump into the sheet and uh, let's pick this question. Josh, I am clicking. Let me know when to stop. Just let your spirit guide you. Let your spirit guide you. Stop. Ooh. Okay. So we have, are the locust vile an inversion of Charles's X-Men? Mm. Which is an interesting one. Um, so for anybody who doesn't know, bit a little bit of story. Um, X of Swords introduced us to a whole heap of new mutants, some of which lived on a basic basically like a hellscape called a menth and tarn is a mutant that was stuck in a menth and he's also got like a gross little gang um, yeah really really like <laughs> big big you stuff uh but yeah there's like five of them they all have like matching grossness and he just sort of commands them around to do fucked up stuff with jeans so that's what we're going to talk about and with that i'm going to hit the x i'm going to hit the timer rather because, you know, hitting the X doesn't make any sense. And our X starts now. All right. Uh, okay. So, I mean, yeah, the background is is the locust vial are these gross, melting-looking freaks from a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are led by Tarn, who is this like geneticist mutant. Um, he is an Omega because he is on the- the Great Ring? Uh, yeah, the Great Ring, right. Great Ring. Um, and we know that everyone on the Great Ring is an Omega. So he commands this little crew. He obviously has his own tower. He's kind of respected in a month. Um, as far as he can be respected in a month. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone does seem to kind of recognize that he's a gross little freak, um, <laughs> which is for the best. It does. That gives me hope for the Iraqi mutant that, that they, they know what's up. Um, I love this gross little freak thing. I like that. <laughs> Tarn, come on, a gross little freak. He's a gross little freak and he raised a bunch of gross little freaks and they all wear these little matching masks and it's a big cult energy except that they all look like they've been through the microwave a couple times. Oh yeah, they do. I would, I think my thesis statement would be that I reject that they are an inversion of Charles's original five because mm-hmm. the powers don't quite line up in that inversion-y sense. Um, 
and and we don't necessarily know i think the the depth of all of their powers so maybe you know there's more to that but i think that it sort of just serves as like an inverted x-men team in general um yeah so then maybe a parallel to those original five and and that could just be the the fault of us have having only seen the locust vial for like two issues now three issues mm-hmm. um they're mainly featured in hellions um so i think if we maybe got to know some backstory or if we got to know a little bit more about their powers or how they kind of connect with tarn what they're because they all seem to kind of be feverishly devoted to him um, yeah. and Thank when you. we first saw them mm-hmm. sorry to cut you off no 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 uh, no no, no, no. Go for it. When we first saw them, we didn't know enough about Arako to know uh, whether or not that was just how all of the mutants treated Tarn, like whether he was this kind of god figure for all of them, or uh, if it was just this little crew was his kind of chosen disciples. And they do have a very kind of religious connotation to them. Um, But then we see in the Great Ring that not everyone likes Tarn. So it's obviously just gross little freak and his crew of gross little freaks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes um yeah no i i totally agree like oh firstly what do you imagine tan sounds like in your head i've been dying to ask this question like what does tan sound like to you just like wet meat <laughs> do it <laughs> i can't i can't, <laughs> can't compromise myself like that <laughs> when you said wet meat i was so desperate to know what wet meat sounded like i was like i have to hear this he just has like he he looks like rubbery, but also like uncomfortably thick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now that we've strayed very far from God's light, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna put us back. Like <laughs> suddenly, the gross little freaks are us. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I. I mean. I listen. I. I love. If you like it, I love it. Like Tan sticky thick gross little freak yeah um but yeah we, we have seen the like, word, sticky he sounds sticky <laughs> so yes i uh, i totally agree with you that i'm not sure it's quite like a like for like comparison with the x-men but i do think that there's like a it feels like there's a bit of a con- condemnation of that model of you mm. know like a group of five utterly devoted mutants following this one mutant's ideology mm-hmm. and when you look at like books like uh the x-men and when you look at books like hellions when you look at all of the books that we've been given none of them follow that old classic model every for for, for decades the mutant model was charles leading the team cyclops mm-hmm. leading a small team you know there would always be this one older mutant that had this little gang of acolytes that was crazily devoted to them. Uh, and now we're kind of not getting that. We've got far more like it's peer relationships. It's it's the mutant, it's mutant uh, circuits. It, yeah. Um, it's groups of people who are on equal levels working as a community rather than sort of leader driven. And mm-hmm. where we are seeing these leader driven models in is, is in everything broken and twisted. So Tarn and his little acolytes, like Hellions is the closest we have to that. Yeah, exactly. leads it. And it's just fucked up. It's broken. So it feels like a condemn a condemnation of that entire past model, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, I think Hellions is a great um, kind of parallel, and it's great that they are kind of fighting the Hellions mm. uh, because they both have these messed up leaders, 
And yet the Hellions are an example of when, you know, you don't just kind of take your leader's word for, for granted and don't just bl- blindly follow them. You know, they're questioning everything that Sinister does where the Locust Vile, obviously like Tarn's doing all of his messed up gene stuff. And we see in the latest issue of Hellions that he's directly going against the Great Ring's orders and basically like declaring war on Krakoa in a way that he was explicitly told not to. Yeah. Um, And then his followers are just listening to him. They're just kind of blindly following wherever he leads, despite the fact that it's not what greater Arako wants from them. Yeah. And then there's that moment like where Idil looks at him. I didn't even read it like that. I I actually left the comic and then someone said it and I went back and I was like, Oh yeah, fuck. Because Idil's a a precog. And when Mm -hmm. he's like, Oh yeah, I'm not going to do that. She's like, you lying like a lion man yeah (laughs) and he's absolutely fucked but like he's who would you who would you rather follow like if you had to pick um (laughs) tarn or mr sinister because i feel like tarn is kind of like mr sinister if he was like a true bad bitch yeah 100 so who would you rather follow i mean contextually i think i would rather follow sinister because it means that you're like on Krakoa that you have teammates that kind of like can recognize that there's there's something bad happening at the top but I think if just pure leadership I would rather follow Tarn because the dude seems like he's got a clear vision he gives everyone a cool matching mask he'll he'll jack up your genes and maybe give you new powers or something like mm-hmm. I, I mean this managerial review is everything that I fucking love <laughs> I mean, my true dream in life is just to be no thoughts, head empty. So he well, seems like he's kind of, he gets his people as close to that as possible. There we go. Thick Tana is. <laughs> I mean, who better? Like, keeps your head completely empty, hovers around looking thick. <laughs> Best boss ever. He truly, he he is Dr. Miami. He is getting people exactly snatched the way he wants them to. Brain and body. Like sick bird or something. And like, like that's a, 10 times cooler than any code name any mutant has ever had. Sick bird? 100%. I, I mean, I know everybody listening can't see it, but he did like a very homosexual love move. <laughs> <laughs> It was that, like... The undercurrent of all of this is a very homosexual movie. <laughs> it's 10 out of 10, like a gay 11. <laughs> it was good. The rating was good. Uh, but yeah, I, I would rather... I think I'd rather follow... I think I'd rather follow Tarn. Just from like a being on a badass team thing, I'd follow yeah. Tarn. But I'd, I'd, only, I'd only follow sinister if i didn't really want to follow anyone in the long run because you know that team is going to dissolve you know yeah, that that's gonna explode. Oh. oh shit i still do it i've been trying to shake that Ooh. For <laughs> i can't get fucking rid of it <laughs> no i'm so worried i'm like like driving it deeper and deeper into my brain i'm never gonna, <laughs> i'm gonna start saying it like outside of the podcast that fucks me up <laughs> um okay cool so questions one Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, Tarn is doing something in explicit uh, disregard of the Great Ring, who told him not to do this. So kind of at odds with the ruling body of the country. Yeah. 
which I think adds in another element. Like, could some Iraqi mutants come in and just like clear the whole place um, and send him to their equivalent of the Great Pit? But um, if Hellions has taught me anything, it's that love, justice, and good prevail. Not this. No, no, that book is fucked up. Everybody <laughs> is always getting fucked over. Oh, what's the other one? Uh, do you think there'll be a betrayal on the side of the Locust Wild? Because they're so dedicated. I just, I, I don't see how that stays like that. Do you think one of them is going to switch? I mean, narratively, it would make sense. Like, it's a good beat. But on the other hand, they're all so fucked up and gross that... And we don't know enough about each of them individually. So I don't know that I could pinpoint, like, who would do it and or why. But I think it'd be fun. Yeah, because I was, right, there's these weird, like, you know when um, Empath, uh, like, arguably the most fucked up person on Hellions was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's hot to sit. To, was it, it was Sick Bird, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. And I was like, oh, what? If, 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 if Empath is going to, like, if Empath's going to screw anybody, it's going to be one of them, isn't it? Oh, oh, that's wet meat. That's wet meat. <laughs> it's not okay. It's not right. Okay, and then you know what? You're very right. Made my. It was gross. It was gross. I, no, no, I, no. I liked it. I liked it. Keep going. <laughs> All right. Last question to tie us up. Uh, which is better, original Sinister or Stitch Sinister? I spent the whole issue wondering which one I liked better. Hmm, that's a good question. Um. You know, all Sinisters are bad. Um, We do have to kind of lay that foundation. But I am going to say that I think Stitch Sinister is better because he, like, I don't know, he just wants it more. He's just, he's been through some shit. He's changed allegiances. He's been Mm -hmm. in control. He's lost control. He's obviously had his face cut off. Growth? (laughs) Yeah, and I would say that not all growth is upwards or positive. <laughs> Some of it is malignant and horrible, and that is what Stitch Minister has gotten. He needs more complex for it, and that's what I like. Oh, perfect. Well, thank you, Josh. Um, thank you very much. This has been, um, at times, a little bit worrying, but lovely. <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here. Uh, I've been Ashley... I've been Josh, and this is X of Words. What if I said 10 of words? Let's go crazy. Uh, get me out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Someone that choke, someone that fit aside.